Hey, welcome back to the Field Trip Podcast. My name is Brent Terhune. Joining me to talk about the greatest television characters of all time, it's Isaac Lanford. Hey, what's up? Hey, man. Thanks for jumping on and doing this show with me. Uh, I I asked you if you wanted to do this, uh, favorite television characters, the best, and that's going to be interchangeable. Okay. Uh, the, The greatest or the favorite that's that's uh, it's always debatable there's no definitive answer and i took to twitter and i asked people i said what are your top three uh characters from tv so we're going to talk about those Mm -hmm. i also have a list uh this one is from ranker.com and this uh some i agree with and some i don't but this is uh i don't know if you would agree isaac this is not an important conversation we're just talking right yeah, pretty low stakes, I would say here. Yeah, because I, I Googled the greatest TV characters of all time and you get about 100 lists. And I looked at some, I was like, there's no way that this is even correct. Like people like messaging me on Twitter. I'm like, I'm not even seeing the top 10 on there on people's list of some of these lists, you know? So yeah, it's just, just 10 Balky Bartakamooses. I, I, as soon as I know who that is. <laughs> Perfect strangers. Okay, yeah, sure. I know that show, but I couldn't tell you who's who. Uh, so uh, let's start with you, uh, mm-hmm. Isaac. What, what would you say are some of the your favorite or most important TV characters? Oh, I think that Archie Bunker is like one of the first that come to mind. I think for you, yeah, I think Archie Bunker is a, a, a very very solid TV character. Um, I can tell you that when I went to the was it the Smithsonian in Washington D.C. The, the I don't museums know what either there. of those things are. Okay. <laughs> Washington, D.C. is the capital. I don't... Uh, uh, they gotcha. storm it sometimes, but uh, <laughs> I think it's the Smithsonian, probably. But I went there, and they got a whole bunch of cool stuff. And uh, the only thing that my dad cared that I saw was the chair from Archie Bunker. Yeah, I can see that. Sure. They, they have the emerald slippers, I think, the ruby slippers, and they have muppets there and he didn't yeah. care about it and there's like real historical things and he's like you saw the chair from march from uh, all in the family i was like you bet your ass i did well that's a pretty good chair yeah uh, and, and his character I, I don't i'm not a huge all in the family guy that was kind of before my time sure uh and i obviously i could just watch it saying before my time is kind of a cop-out anymore but yeah, uh, but when something was really edgy at the time and then you watch it mm-hmm. now and it just like it doesn't feel the same. Yeah, it just feels like a like a guy who is half racist that probably came around and realized, hey, you ain't half bad, George Jefferson, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's also hard because when you look at it in retrospect, I think that it's easy to think, wow, this is what people thought was funny on television, not realizing that, no, he was also a bad guy then. That was the gimmick. That was the thing, is that you're not supposed to, like, agree with him. Yeah, yeah. So some people still to this day watch it, and you're like, ah, the good old days. Yeah, it's it's like be like watching The Sopranos and being like, that fucking Tony Soprano, he's got it figured <laughs> out. Yeah, when he called that guy a darkie, I really related <laughs> to that. <laughs> Uh, but other characters, like, I think, uh, I mean, uh, I was going to say Bart Simpson, but I guess it, in all Homer ends up being the more iconic character, right? 
Well, and you know, I you've been to my office here mm-hmm. at, uh, but I've since updated it. But this one whole like half wall over here is Simpsons stuff. Even on my desk, I was just given a Homer Simpson ornament, like yeah. in in July, by the way. But uh, <laughs> like I I would say for for me personally, and just in television history, Homer Simpson has to be in the top ten, just for sheer like. Uh, Simpsons debuted the same year I did, 1989. Mm. So they've been around now for 33 years. Yeah. So just longevity, staying power. And I imagine if you showed like a group of school children uh, from like school children to like people not from the United States, they could probably tell you that's Homer Simpson. Yeah, I would I would assume so. Cause I know it's like broadcast in so many different countries and like those actors are famous for mm-hmm. doing those, the voices there. And do you think that when the Simpsons finally goes off the air that like 30 years later, there will be like live action Simpsons movies, the way there were Flintstones movies. Well, now, now Disney's since everything has been rebooted oh, as a yeah. live action. I don't know. I just, with that, with that, Sim- like with the Simpsons look, you just have to, it would be jarring to me to see like a real Homer Simpson versus the cartoon, you know? Yeah. Even if it was like David Harbour. Once I learn who that is, you're throwing out. He's the guy from Stranger Things, the the the, the sheriff. Oh, yeah. You think he could be Homer Simpson? He was the first person that came to mind that was a tall, fat guy. Okay. <laughs> and even like with, with Bart Simpson, some references, they they say Bart is fat. I've never considered Bart fat. Well, he's got that. They he has that round bottom of his yeah. torso. That's now, and, all. And you did say maybe Bart Simpson, and I I think like when the Simpsons first came out, this is again before my time. Uh, I will use I will cop out several times, but like I think Bart was kind of the the poster boy everywhere. Oh, right, oh, you were absolutely. around for like the the major Simpsons merch craze, right? Yeah. So. 89 i was seven i was in second grade and i remember watching the like the christmas episode mm-hmm. like when the special and i knew i had already seen them on the tracy allman show because my parents watched that and i mean i yeah i was like right in there i i lo- fucking loved it and i just got a shirt i got a bart simpson oh i showed you the, sh- the picture of the shirt you right? sent me the, the, yeah the underachiever and proud of it. Like uh, some dude found a box unopened of Simpsons merchants was selling it on eBay. And it's like my prized possession right now. Like I'll and eat bratwurst and it will ruin it. Cause it's white, but yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a straight white t-shirt. Like there's, and I, I steer away from white t-shirts. Cause I feel like that they don't, they don't pop the way like any other color does. Right. Yeah. I mean, I would prefer something like I'm wearing like a green right now, like a dark mm-hmm. green. I don't wear, I do wear black, but I can't wear it at home because I have too many pets. Yeah. And people are like, oh, you lint roll it. I'm like, I'm not lint rolling before I leave the house. <laughs> I'll just be shirtless and then put on a shirt before I leave. That's the remedy. And I do appreciate you uh, w- going shirtless for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Bart Simpson was the shit. I mean, uh, we've, I think we talked about on this podcast before about the Christian bookstore where I grew yeah. up. That yeah. had the the shirts Brett Scripture where he's like read the Bible man, <laughs> like it is one of those where like even the the Simpsons as as a comedy but it's not been like parodied per se like there was like that dinosaur show that 
yeah. even the Simpsons were like, it's like they saw our lives and put it on TV. <laughs> but like, usually something that's so successful will get a, a parody. There's not yeah. been a Simpsons parody, but uh, yeah, with Bart Simpson, it's kind of they're like kids could relate to eat my shorts and yeah, skateboarding and, it, and stuff. It, it was cool because in the you know first ten to fifteen years of the Simpsons. It's like you went from Bart being like the smart aleck, like kid on the t-shirts till then like delving deeper. And it's like that, the, like, I don't want to be bad. Like he was, he was ADHD. Yeah. Before that was like a thing that every kid was diagnosed with. He was just like a, a little spazzy kid that was mm -hmm. just getting into trouble. It was, and I could relate. That was me. I, when I tell you that I was Bart Simpson, like mm -hmm. you don't even understand like how accurate of a description that is to when, when I was growing up, I was that kid. To this day, Isaac still carries a slingshot in his back pocket <laughs> wherever he goes. I got my first slingshot when I was a teenager and I did carry it around and I did do nefarious things with it. Yeah. Bert, many, Bert, many a bird was struck down. I'm sure. More like harassing people like and doing like, yeah, mean stuff to random folks. <laughs> but I, I was Bart Simpson. And so I identify with that character so much. And it's weird because now I'm older than Homer. Yeah. Yeah. Homer's been what, 30 something for 30 years. Yeah, it's like so. 33 or something like that. And even the, like some of the references don't make sense sense anymore of like, uh, Grandpa Simpson being in World War II, like how old would you yeah. have to be now? You know, yeah, oh, yeah. I know they've updated in recent years where like Marge and Homer were like young in the 90s now, mm -hmm. where it's where it was the 70s when it started. Yeah, you're playing with my timeline, man. I don't like that. Yeah, fucking multiverse uh, of the Simpsons. Uh, Autumn uh, Antle uh, says on Twitter, she gave me the, her top three. She said Bugs Bunny, Mr. Smock, uh, Spock, and uh, Maxwell Smart. Yeah, okay, sure. Like, this person is 80 years old. <laughs> I think she's a little bit younger than that, but I, <laughs> I could say, like, Bugs Bunny, Yeah. maybe not in recent, you know, past 10, 20 years, but Bugs Bunny could be one of the most iconic important characters oh yeah and especially television yeah. yes uh and i read some stuff about him recently which i thought was interesting about like the the carrot thing was because he was like doing an impression or the carrot was was not basically rabbits don't like carrots is the thing or they don't love mm -hmm. carrots but bugs bunny used a carrot because it was like a parody of an actor who smoked probably uh, yeah. but even then, back then they would just have them smoke in the car and then you know? it just created this cultural <laughs> thing where people thought rabbits like carrots it also he referred to elmer fudd as dimwit or no no, no not not dimwit nimrod nimrod okay as nimrod because nimrod was a hunter okay and then it people thought it was an insult and, and it, it became yeah, an synonymous idiot. with being an idiot because Bugs Bunny said it. Yeah, but I mean, I never knew that. That from I just thought a Nimrod. What a what a Nimrod, you know. Yeah. And it, I, it's absolutely just a misunderstanding of a reference. What a maroon. Yeah, I, I don't know what I, that is. I don't know either. I just it sounds it sounds like he's calling him stupid. So that's what I've adapted it to, you know. But I gotta say. I don't think Maxwell Smart lives up here. I don't. I don't. I don't think Maxwell Smart makes it into the uh, most iconic 
TV character. Is that the topic iconic? Did I just add like more prestige? Sure. To the- <laughs> <laughs> We're just talking. <laughs> uh, I, I do love Maxwell Smart because, you know, he, if you're not familiar, played by Don Adams uh, in the, the show Get Smart, uh, was a, a spy and had all the gadgets. And it's like one of, and same with like Mr. Spock, they had all these gadgets back in the day. And now we kind of have some of those, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I don't mean to correct you on your own podcast, but uh, it was Steve Carell who played. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm so, my bad. <laughs> Man, I'm dumb. Don with Adams his- was. Uh, <laughs> was uh michael scott i'm sorry so with his age appropriate love interest uh who was the, who was the lady in the movie my joke now is ruined because i can't remember the name of the actress i don't remember the movie the i only smart saw movie. the show yeah what really young compared to him yeah it was the the woman who played princesses and then played Catwoman. okay yeah so that narrows it down for everybody <laughs> everybody listen yeah I, i'm pretty sure she's won an oscar <laughs> Anne Hathaway. Yeah, Anne Hathaway. Okay. There we go. Catwoman. Landed it. St- stuck the landing on that one. <laughs> um, did, do you have any attachment to Star Trek at all? I know your brother, yeah. Benny, who was just on the show, is a huge Star Trek fan. I, I, I don't think I've ever seen a full episode of Star Trek at all. My dad is really big on the original series. And then when I was young next generation was like on television mm-hmm. although it always seemed to me like next generation was a rerun like it was only on on reruns i don't know when it aired originally but it was like yeah. we always were watching it at weird times of the day when it was being replayed mm-hmm. but i watched a lot of next generation growing up because i feel like it would be like later on a sunday night after other shows on my antenna had mm-hmm. gone off there'd be like news and then they'd play next generation so I watch a ton of that. And then Deep Space Nine was also when I was like at my parents' house. Voyager even, I was still at my parents' house. And I didn't like that one very much because it was the new one at the time. Yeah. And then that's it. I haven't ever, I've seen one of the movies that they made with Chris Pine. Mm-hmm. And I've seen the original Star Trek movies, but my knowledge doesn't extend beyond that. Uh, well, it sounds like you know way more than I do because I, uh, I'm sure it's uh, to somebody those characters are their favorite, but I I hold no attachment to any of them. Yeah, but I mean, I would agree that Spock is a pretty iconic character. Okay, it's been played by what three different actors now, probably, and then even you know Captain was a Captain Kirk was Shatner. Yeah, you know, so I'm sure there's somebody yelling at their phone right now that I'm an idiot about mm-hmm. not liking Star Trek more, but. Um, a friend of the show, Jason Nicholson, who's been on here, and we talked to all about the Blues I know Brothers. That name. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, his his three. He said Homer Simpson. Mm-hmm. He also said Omar from The Wire, and that was a lot of people's choice. Oh. Was Omar? Have you seen The Wire? A big fan. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm in the boat with everyone saying it's the greatest show on te- that's ever been on television. Okay. Like I am, and I. I've got like two contradictions to my normal naysaying like kind of personality, but I love Saturday night live, even though I know like what it is. Mm-hmm. And I will say the wire is the greatest television show ever. That's a, I mean, that's, I, I, it, it is a hot take, but it's not because like people would agree with you. Uh, yeah. Not, not this podcaster, but people. Yeah. 
what i do i i've seen the wire all the way through twice so i do appreciate that show and i he's not my favorite character on the show but he he is up there and uh what what was it michael was it michael k williams who played him that's his yeah name? something like that <clears throat> yeah just something a like great that. yeah great performance chalky white chalky white yeah so uh yeah omar just uh anybody that's like that says indeed mm-hmm. <laughs> but then we'll like rob you just for the sake of robbing you uh and yeah. wants to make sure they have honey nut cheerios when he yeah. goes to prison you got that honey nut <laughs> um and then jason also says uh lucy and somebody else uh, several other people said lucy as in lucy uh ricardo or yeah, lucy ball i was thinking of that too that like i guess she's not the first person that came to mind because it's like her real name i guess so mm-hmm. the idea of character, she wasn't one of the first people that registered for me. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, she definitely, I'm, I'm surprised that somebody hasn't tried to do like a reboot of I love Lucy with other actors playing the characters. That's one where it's like, people are just going to get mad because it's not the original. Yeah, people got mad about Nicole Kidman playing her in a biopic, and that I haven't seen the movie, but the clips I saw looked like it was the best thing I'd seen Nicole Kidman do in decades. That's that's half the internet of uh, whoever the new Batman is. They're shit. I haven't seen one 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 picture of them in the co- in the costume or one uh, clip, but I can tell you they're shit, Isaac. That's yeah. the internet for you. You know, everyone who's been Batman is shit except for Ben Affleck, but the movies were shit. <laughs> You know, who I think should be Batman is uh, Lucille Ball. I would oh, love to see that. <laughs> I like that. I, I've got a, you know how comedians do those bits where they're like, I'm going to do a couple impressions for you. And then they're like, this is a guy who just saw a movie and they all think that they are doing something clever, that they're not just doing the bit that Zach Galifianakis like uh, yeah, yeah. made his thing. <laughs> uh, so my version of that would be, this is my impression of a guy who has been in every single batman movie creative meeting but who's batman gonna kiss <laughs> batman's gotta kiss somebody batmobile looks great love the batmobile guys batmobile's great i think the the suit is looking really good but who's batman gonna kiss where are my lips give me the lips oh i, uh, I the only thing i can do besides fight crime is also bang you <laughs> And brood. I'm just gonna sit here and <laughs> and brood. Uh, I but I do think Lucy. One of the, it's a like my my foray into like, I don't know shows before my time as far as like that Nick at Night type thing and and watching Lucy and just really like what are the, what the, one of the greatest physical comedic actors yeah. of any generation was Lucy. Yeah, I, I mean pretty pretty dynamite all the way around mm-hmm. and that's not and that's just saying like as a comedic performer because as time goes on i keep learning more and more about how lucille ball influenced everything that we know about entertainment yeah and uh she's she's made appearances on uh uh was it famous last words on this podcast uh, her mm. last words isaac were uh something to the effect of my florida water is what she wanted was uh, her Florida water. Oh, and huh. then uh, she just made an appearance on Celebrity Ghosts. Apparently, she's hot in the studio. 
where she they filmed the show and also her old house. So, yeah, I mean, if you want to talk about ghosts actually being like leftover psychic energy, just kind of not so much like the spirit of a person being like, I need to solve a mystery so I can yeah. go to heaven. <laughs> then I would say, I mean, somebody like that who puts that much of themselves into a a project in a place yeah just that a face sense ghost with a face full of chocolate uh, every two or <laughs> just oh god <laughs> uh i don't know what but i i do before i forget a second time want to say that kermit the frog i think goes into this list okay yeah i could see that for sure uh and kermit is like the like funny but he's also like he's the the leading man yeah you know he holds everything together I thought he was a, he's funny, but he's also like a good dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't doubt that Kermit the Frog is a good dude. There's a, a newer, I don't know how if it's like current or if it's a few years old, but there's like a newer Muppet Babies that my daughter was just watching. Okay. And how, how was that? I don't know. I, I didn't pay attention, but <laughs> it ain't my Muppet Babies. I'll tell yeah. you that much. There's a new, a new penguin character on it. No, thank you. Nope. It's new. No, thank you. Let me guess, Kermit's a woman now and he's Muslim. <laughs> they turned the freaking frogs gay. <laughs> uh, that would be great if uh, they had a Kermit on InfoWars with Alex Jones and he's he's all of a sudden gay. He's like, no, uh, I'm, all, I'm all about the pussy. Oh, sheesh. <laughs> <laughs> no one can see, but my arms are flailing above <laughs> <laughs> like you're a thing outside of a car lot. <laughs> you you know want to know one of my favorite things for, like ever in a movie is seeing Kermit's legs riding a bicycle. Dude, that <laughs> I don't know how they did that effect, but it always I'm like, look at that. That's the that's the peak special effects right there is him riding a bicycle. <laughs> Fucking Peter Jackson. <laughs> I yeah, I still don't know how they do that to this. I'm sure it's very easy. But in my head, I'm like, that that frog's riding a bike. He can't even touch the ground <laughs> on that bike. Uh, um, and we had several people say Kramer, George Costanza. So we'll, we'll just do the four Seinfeld people together. Anybody stand out for you? Because for me, it would be George. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a George Costanza man. Man, I like Larry David more than George Costanza. Though. <laughs> okay, okay. You know, and... I really do enjoy Seinfeld. I really enjoy Seinfeld, but like I, I'm currently watching Seinfeld. When it came on Hulu like seven years ago, mm -hmm. I started episode one and now it left Hulu and it's on Netflix and I'm like getting towards the last season. It's okay. So I'm watching it like in the same time that it aired basically. <laughs> yeah, you're waiting a year for this <laughs> next season to come out. But I watched the shit out of Seinfeld when I was a kid. Like- mm -hmm. Uh, Vinny and I got mad because my mom wanted to watch Mar or she wanted to watch Seinfeld and we wanted to watch Martin is my first memory of Seinfeld <laughs> but I when I was like getting into earlier high school it probably went off the air in like 1998 or something I don't remember mm -hmm. exactly but I watched the finale and all that like I love the show I watch it uh, periodically now I don't think Seinfeld's going to matter in another 20 years Yeah, I think it's I feel like Seinfeld has mattered way more than I don't know how long it's been 20 years since it's been on the air or whatever. And it's still significance and has hold significance in pop culture. I think you're dead wrong, my man. I might be, I might be. I, and 
I think a lot of it just comes from things I've seen online of millennials, which I'm a millennial, I guess. You're a millennial, right? Yeah. Okay, so probably not us. Probably the Gen Z and younger being like, I watch a show, I don't get it. Yeah. As well as people I know who aren't white, essentially. Mm-hmm. Being like, I finally went back and watched Seinfeld. Yeah, this is white people shit. <laughs> Maybe it is. I, I can't disagree with you that it's probably white people shit, but I feel like it still holds up and like, I, hope I don't so. know. I don't know how it is recently, but you could drive through Chicago and there would be billboards for uh, Seinfeld on whatever local station. Yeah. It's like, hey, you want to watch it with commercials? I I haven't watched like uh, local TV in so long that I will be furious if I don't get two episodes of The Simpsons followed by an episode of Roseanne at, at starting at 7 p.m. <laughs> Dude, that was I. I had it down for a while when I was a kid. You could, I'm like, you could watch this show, this show, and then you get an hour of The Simpsons. And then uh, when I was watching it, it was The Simpsons and then Friends, and that's immediately when you change the channel. DJ Dangler and I have talked a lot about the show Mash mm-hmm. and how. Oh we... my God, I hated Mash. Okay, I've never so... even seen it. I just I know it's something my dad liked, so I was like, no, thank you. Right. Our parents loved it, and it. it I think it was a very funny show. But DJ said it best. When MASH came on, it meant our shows were over. Yeah. Yeah, where it was like, okay, the fun has stopped. Yeah, and even though, like, MASH was a comedy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but it was, like, different, you know? It was... How many single-camera comedies were there back then? I don't uh, Especially about, was it the Vietnam War? <laughs> like, something so grim, like... It's like, all, I got all the recipes there. <laughs> but yeah, it was like mash like came on because the older people. So does your the mom Korean war, by the way, sorry. Okay. Your mom, your mom probably has cable, right? Your yeah, definitely. Upgraded. My mom has all the cable. That's yes. She's still that generation. You know, my parents still are just the antenna, but the antenna is like way better nowadays. It's like not the farmer four. it's like the farmer, like 12. Well, and the, even in like you got uh, channel 8.1, channel yeah. 8.2, like the digital ones too. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm, well, I guess everything's digital. You have to have a converter. My parents have an antenna, then a digital converter. How, how long do your parents bitch about having to get that converter? Oh my God. God you, damn. Got to get you, the thing now. That's how they get you. Is that just a general statement or have you heard about my dad in this no, converter? No, I met your dad <laughs> a couple times. <laughs> when this converter thing happened, my dad was furious. And they, the thing is they mailed every household a converter. Yeah. If you applied, they mailed it to you, but that wasn't good enough because that my dad, there was another TV in the house mm-hmm. and they were going to make you pay for the second converter. Mm-hmm. So while I lived in fucking New York, my dad had me sign up and they mailed me a converter <laughs> and I had to mail it to him <laughs> so he could have it on his second TV. Spend the, t- the oh, I'm sure it was like five bucks to ship it. So, you know, that's, he came out ahead, I guess, but it's still like, you know, we got a whole other TV in here. What are we going to do with that? Yeah. And I don't even, what was the, oh, it was about 8.1 about how they have more channels now. There's more channels. So like some of these channels is they might as well be called like, like 1997 
is what the channel is. It's yeah, just, like a did you like TV, watching TV? TV lands. <laughs> or, or it's just like, it's like WandaVision. I don't know if you watch that show, but it's like at 8 a.m. It starts with the Dick Van Dyke show. And then by the time you get to 10 p.m., it's like something for it's like how I met your mother. Okay. Yeah. Just <laughs> you could see the evolution of TV through. Uh, and every yeah. commercial is a reverse mortgage. And that, yeah, it's way louder than the actual show. It's hey, Joe, Joe Namath. Yeah. I, I love guys like Joe Namath because I always am like, I, I don't know if that guy was doing any. I think he's been retired my entire life. I don't mm-hmm. know if he, he was active any time I've been alive. Yeah. And then he just you just know, know him as being a former football player, you know. Yeah. You know, I got to tell you, Brent, uh, the last time you and I sat and recorded some of these, I was complaining about my feet and we started making jokes about tough acting to acting. This Mm -hmm. reminded me of that. And I've now come to realize that you were dead right. Athlete's foot is the problem that I've been having. I told you, take it from a guy who has athlete's foot all the time. I didn't know. I thought athlete's foot was just the thing between the toes. No, it just uh, it means you, you itch and you need to put the spray on. Yeah. So. You're welcome. I, I, yeah, I owe you a a lot. I have now converted the field trip (laughs) podcast into an all 100% medical advice show, (laughs) but the answer is always tough (laughs) acting. Yeah. Uh, Hey, I got a, I got a lump on my neck. Well, what you want to do, you take the tough acting to act and rub it on your neck. Oh, that sounds rough. (laughs) So you need something powerful. (laughs) Boom. (laughs) Tough acting to act uh, well, let's go to this ranker uh, article too, because uh, th- there's a lot of overlap. But this is just to kind of get to some of these characters. Number one on this ranker thing, I don't agree with, but it doesn't matter. But it's Michael Scott from The Office. Well, that is. This already tells me so much about this list. Okay. That it seems very convenient. Now, are these supposed to be in order? Is this ranked? It's ranked. This so, is yeah, the number yeah. one, but it, it again, th- we're just talking. Sure, you know. but but I'm going to now fight with them about the mm-hmm. ranking system. Is that it's very convenient that the the best character or whatever in television history is something that was on in the past twenty years during during most likely the most TV viewing period of the person who was in charge of making this list life. Yeah. Well, I, I also think you, you, you vote on ranker. You can, I could vote for oh, Michael Scott. Okay. You could downvote it, but okay. It, so who been uses a, the internet? Like what age, you know what I mean? It's like the th- people th- that love the shit. office. <laughs> you're, you're telling me Michael Scott is a more iconic television character than Homer Simpson. Eat my uh, shit. Ranker. <laughs> Whoa. That's a that's a controversial. I said this was an easy breezy thing, but I was lying, Brent. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna fight you every step of the way. I I don't hate Michael Scott, but uh, I don't. Maybe there are other characters on The Office that I like better, but I do. You know, I don't think he's a terrible character, and that he has redeeming qualities towards the end of the series. I think of The Office. I mean, Michael Scott is a great character. Yeah, like I'm not gonna argue that he's not a great character. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna say that. By the time the office ended, I could barely stand to watch the show. Okay. And I watched it weekly, you know, the whole run of the show. And he also left. I mean, like, yeah, I still think 
pound for pound, I would rather watch the original office than the American office. That's a, that's a hot take around here. Yeah. I, I think, well, because they were able to do everything in like 12 episodes that it took 700 for the American version to do. I don't, I don't, I don't think they were able to fit it all in in 12 episodes. I think the Americans are like, make more (laughs) stretch. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I mean, the office, the American office is a good show. Don't get, I I enjoy it. I just don't love it as much as most people seem to. Okay. How do you feel about number two on this list? uh, Walter White. I get it. But again, I, I also, I don't know the show. Okay. Well, I've watched two seasons of it. Yeah. My understanding is that it's like an unbelievable performance by Brian Cranston. Definitely. The writing's good and all that. Um, but again, kind of weird that the the two best characters in television history were like on air at the same time. Yeah. Well, I I think Walter White's a great character, and it's definitely an arc of. a, a weak guy who rises to power and then there's certain moments where you hate you're like you hate this guy you're like i yeah. i rooted for you and now you are a monster yeah uh no, that type of it. thing and i mean and that all that's way better uh like character arc and stuff than even like omar from the wire mm-hmm. who is omar like there's not significant depth to the character i'm not saying as a shallow character but it's like you don't watch omar go through the arc of life and yeah oh and omar is like one of what 20 characters on that show you know yeah yeah i would love to see them replace omar uh with uh kermit the frog (laughs) (laughs) you got me honey nut (laughs) oh brandon was beautiful (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i i think all these characters could just be replaced by kermit the frog <laughs> i'm the one who knocks indeed <laughs> uh number three on this list and i maybe did you watch game of thrones at all yeah i watched it all okay Tyrion lannister great character yeah, Tyrion Lannister is a great character. He was my favorite character from the show. I've only seen it once, and it was after all the all the hype uh, of the show. So I watched it essentially by myself because mm-hmm. it's like you want to talk about Game of Thrones, but everybody's been done with it for a while, you know. So when in rewatching it independently, were you as disappointed with the last like two seasons as everybody else? No, uh, because I kind of heard it was uh, not great, so I didn't expect much, and I liked yeah. it. Okay. Uh, and I guess the other thing with with the last couple seasons was, I guess it was so dark, like the the, the there was yeah, not was a lot of light. See. Yeah, it was so hard I, to see. I watched it on an iPad primarily, and if it did get dark, you can just adjust the screen. You know. No, there you go. So yeah, yeah. I thought Tyrion Lannister was a, was a great character, and I'd have to rewatch it to give you like oh i like this about the guy because i i watched so much of it at once that i'm like i couldn't tell you what he did but i like him you know i think i might be wrong in my memory because i i've just watched the show once i I think Mm -hmm. i saw the first season twice because i watched it then watched it with my wife and then continued but i think Tyrion is like a character that stays consistent like Mm -hmm. there aren't any weird things that don't seem right 
yeah. that happen. Like it all, it's consistent and it, and it was a great character in the books. Cause I, I've also read the books because I'm a well-read man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then watch the show and, and what a life, like chance of a lifetime opportunity for Peter Dinklage to play that oh, character. Yeah. yeah. And in the, in the book, is he a dwarf? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's like they needed, and, and Peter Dinklage had already been in stuff, you know, like, I mean, I recognized him already. Yeah. But, I was like, Oh, I know that guy, you know, but what, I mean, how many roles have that kind of depth and that kind of prominence and all that kind of stuff. Well, yeah. Well, and he played a, you know, he was playing a dwarf since he is a dwarf, but then maybe that makes people think, Oh, you know, I didn't write this character to be a dwarf, but we could have Peter Dinklage do it. Yeah. And it's and not, it doesn't have to be a, Oh, nothing about the guy is a dwarf, but he just happens to be a dwarf, you know? Yeah. He, uh, good for him. Uh, number four on this list. And this would be in my, my top, you know, echelon of characters, but it'd be Tony Soprano. Yeah. I can't argue with that. Like, I mean, Tony Soprano is a great character. I'm the motherfucking fucking (laughs) one that calls the shots around here. (laughs) (laughs) I, I don't know how to do an impression of Kermit just breathing heavily. You better get out of here before I take some gobagool out of your ass. <laughs> Tony Soprano is great because ne- never had I watched a show where I was so invested in a man who was so terrible. Oh yeah. Like, and, and I would put Walter White up in there with, with being bad. Uh, but like, across the board tony soprano just like whether he's like fucking over his gangster friends or his family like a a piece of shit like a selfish piece of shit but you just love the character you know and you just love the performance from james gandolfini some of the most perfect casting i've ever seen i can't Mm -hmm. imagine another person being able to, to play that role no and i don't know just uh I, th- this is one of my most watched series. It'd probably be like the Simpsons is number one. And I, and I count like seasons one through 15. I've not even seen all the Simpsons episodes yeah. if we're being honest, but then like from start to finish of a show, it'd be the Sopranos. I've never gone back and rewatch. I think I've seen the first four seasons of the Sopranos mm-hmm. like three times. And then I've never rewatched any of the like the last two seasons it's what's it six seasons so yeah and they split the six season into like six a and six b i can remember not loving season five when it was airing yeah and then really not loving season six Mm -hmm. but i i didn't have the issue with the the ending that people had but like i just felt like okay if this just isn't doesn't feel the same to me anymore okay but the i the first season of the sopranos is the only show a guy let me borrow the dvd set and me and my two buddies watched that first season without stopping okay yeah like just, I'm, I'm like all night long we watched disc, the first season yeah and i think i actually i think it was the first season and then we the next morning rented the second season from a video store yeah and brought and watched all of it and I think the third season was like airing at the time or something. Yeah. So like you're that. like, now we're caught up to it. 
Yeah, but I mean that I devoured that show, and then I would like rewatch it with everybody. I've got the first. It doesn't matter because I have HBO Max, but like I've got, I think the first four seasons on DVD, mm-hmm. the box sets. Yeah, I have the, the 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 Blu-ray box set, and whenever it's it's a surefire way. If I buy something on physical media tomorrow, it will be on streaming. So. <laughs> I always, I always loved Junior Soprano personally. He was my oh, favorite yeah. character. But uh, yeah, I do hey, love uh, Polly Tony. Walnuts is uh, one of my favorites. There's, and uh, you know he I mean, oh. he just died right right around the time of this recording. But just not dead or not, it's just so funny. It's so good. I mean so many characters on that show just absolutely terrific but yeah tony soprano i hope that generations continue to watch the sopranos because it is it is beautiful i don't know how it's kind of like the wire where it's weird when you tell somebody the wire is amazing and then you sit down to watch it and they're like so they don't have cell phones or like (laughs) barely you know (laughs) and they're like that's a computer Here's number, uh, we're, we're skipping Dwight Schrute. He's a good character, but I want to talk about number six on this list, and I don't know how it's got here, but we're here. Uh, Tom and Jerry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't give a shit about this. I mean, it's... it's. I, I watched it. Yeah, it was, it was fun, but it's a literal cat and mouse, which was like so many of like, oh, Sylvester and Tweety, or it's it's the one thing chasing the other thing. Yeah, no, and I always thought they were, the cartoons were lame. Personally, is Heathcliff going to be number seven? Come on, <laughs> what are we? <laughs> number nine. Uh, I I I don't know if I'd put this character, but just the overall ensemble. But uh, Scooby Doo on this list is number nine. I do not enjoy Scooby Doo. Oh my god, I don't. I I I just never have. I know some people that I, our buddy Kale Forbes has a tattoo of the the mystery, the mystery machine. machine. Yeah, I know a lot of people that it just it for whatever reason Scooby Doo just did, and they even had the Harlem Globetrotters on their show, and I still don't care. Multiple times. Yeah, it just um, doesn't do it for me. I, and surprisingly, a lot of people on on my Twitter uh, list, they so many people listed Barney Fife. I get it. I mean, you want to talk about a show that has been continually airing yeah. forever. Barney Fife's a good character. And I do, I do think he's a good character, but I don't, I don't, I'm not seeing enough of um Andy Griffith to say, yeah, but it's it was just surprising how it popped up so many times. Th- those characters are pretty zany on that show. Like mm-hmm for having such like a, a wholesome kind of like thing and having Andy Griffith as the lead and like the characters are pretty funny, goofy people. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody else said Batman and we haven't touched on Batman and really, I, you know, it's, it's TV and movies, but I, I like Bat- Batman's probably my favorite superhero, but he's like, it's, like he's just a, a millionaire that is brooding in his mansion, you know. He's Batman's a super fun character. He tr- but he transcends these the genres. Batman's very fun, but yeah. that TV show is like, uh, well, hey, look, if we're gonna talk about Batman the animated series from the nineties, yeah, then I'm on board. But if we're talking about Batman Adam West, then like, I can't, I can't do it. Uh, the the animated show is in one of my, you know top shows of all time but i don't find batman to be that interesting i find batman facilitates everybody else 
and it just has a cool uh tone yeah yeah um here's one that i would put in my list as well uh cartman sure i i mean if we're talking the 90s cartman is one of the iconic characters of the 90s i don't even think just the 90s i just think everybody the turn okay yeah it's also the turn of the the century but yes yeah i just i feel like i love cartman and so many people love cartman because he's the piece of shit that we all want to be sometimes he reminded me of my neighbor growing up and yeah you don't like if you're if you know a real Cartman, that's not a great situation, you know? <laughs> like, it's not a that's not a compliment to be called Cartman. No, no, But it's just, not. like, the vindictive uh, is going to do the shittiest thing mm-hmm. and be the, like, not the, the most racist or whatever, but, like, has his jabs at people. And we all agree that Cartman's not a good person, but it's just fun to watch Cartman be Cartman. Yeah, Cartman's a good character. Yeah. Um, we we got a couple more and then we'll wrap it up here. Um somebody said Tim Taylor. I I don't no. I don't what about Stone Cold Steve Austin? Mm. I don't know, man. I don't know. Like I I feel like that is important to the people that grew up watching it yeah but us nobody who was already like an adult person while it was happening mm-hmm. or who has come later is going to give a shit is, is there any character because we mentioned lucy but we've had a severe lack of uh women uh anybody that's uh, not white do you have any of those characters that you would throw out? Well, I mean, that's, you know, kind of Besides just like Omar, you know. Yeah, that's kind of just like a, a result of what was popular in the media. Yep. You know, because uh, I, I know, like, for me, there's a bunch of characters, but I don't know that they would transcend into the, the pop culture to that level. The echelon, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because, like, I'm I'm actually uh, reading the, her book right now, but Elvira, for me, is a big character. And, yeah. like, but even, you know, like, Homie the Clown, for me, is a big character. But mm-hmm. I understand that that's not transcending to the rest of the, the people. Yeah, um, and, and some of these would be, like, if your grandma knows Kramer versus yeah. grandma no homie the clown you know yeah <laughs> like, so i'm like racking my brain now i'm like thinking of sitcoms like specifically but there's a lot of friends characters and that's not a show that i've ever been i couldn't tell you one way or the other if any of those are good to be honest. i watched the shit out of friends when I, because again the farmer four growing up yeah uh but i'm not none of the characters are amazing mm-hmm. i've Phoebe, seen uh, phoebe's probably the best character on the show but I've seen a lot of uh, Jeannie or uh, uh, Samantha from uh, Bewitched. Yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, those are they're popular characters on, on television at a yeah. time. Uh, Dana Scully from uh, X Files. Does anybody give a? I mean, I know like my wife loves the X Files, but I don't know if like it's lived beyond our generation i feel like it's a show if i just put time in i would like it i feel like all that stuff is right up my alley and i just haven't had the chance to 
to watch it yet. Problem with the X-Files is like so many things. It's network TV. There are 24 episodes a season. It's so, so it's yeah, a lot of yeah. bullshit. And it's, I and gets so mad at me because I make fun of it whenever we're watching it. But it's always like they go to some podunk town and they're investigating. But there's always like a sheriff who's like, listen here, FBI. Why don't you just pack it up and get out of here? I got shit handled. <laughs> I was like, no, this, this guy was shit in his pants if the FBI showed up. Yeah, this is my investigation. Yeah, it's uh, it's always like a farmer like, y'all got 30 seconds to get off my land. <laughs> yeah, I got little pig boys I'm breeding in the barn. You got me. <laughs> you want to buy one? <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I'm just scrolling through to see if there are characters really... that should have been more iconic. Like we talked about Star Trek, like Captain Janeway probably should be, get more recognition than she did from Star Trek Voyager. I didn't like that show very much when it was on, like I said, yeah. but, you know. Um, I'm just scrolling through one last time. We got uh, George Costanza, Chandler Bing, Kramer, uh yeah, I mean, we could go on and on with this list. Any other final thoughts before you want to wrap up there, Isaac? Well, Steve I, Urkel, I know Steve Urkel Steve wasn't Urkel. on the list, so that's a you know pretty terrible, but pretty shit list if you ask me. But there's like you know, you, you could uh, every character means something to somebody. So somebody's yeah, sure. yelling, "Oh, you didn't talk about my guy." You know, we no, didn't absolutely. even talk about the Stewie Joker. Griffin, uh, Sheldon Cooper. Yeah, sure. Will Smith. Uh, Daryl Dixon, Arya Stark, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's especially, there's nobody discussed who, like, started airing after the year 2000. Uh, Fred Flintstone. <laughs> Do you have any thoughts on Fred Flintstone? <laughs> uh, a ripoff character of the Honeymooners? Yeah, I mean, no, I don't. Okay. So, well, with Jack, like, the the fucking i'd rather talk about the honeymooners i guess <laughs> bernie uh yeah so that's that's been uh the greatest television characters of all time we talked about it isaac we kind of debated a little bit mm. and we uh, neither of us have moved on who we think is the best and that was kind of what i thought was going to happen <laughs> with this episode we're just well, kind of talking yeah you said that at the beginning that we'd just be talking. And so if you got to this point in the podcast and you wanted a definitive answer, it's because you don't listen. <laughs> and I'll give you your money back for the show, uh, of which yeah. I make none of. Uh, but Isaac, let's let's plug whatever you, you want to plug and let's get out of here. Uh, I tell you what, you can if you Google my name, I'm the only one of me that exists. Mm -hmm. And then you can find anything you would ever want. Isaac Lanfert. Yes, L-A-N-D-F-E-R-T. Uh, Isaac, thanks for being on the show, man. You're one of my favorite television characters. Did you know that? I, I didn't know that, and I appreciate that so much. Well, I've spent so much time on Zoom with you that you have become my new reality. <laughs> thanks for being on the show, man. Thank you, bud.